My name is Scott Challoner and this is the Leaders' Council podcast for the people who run the country and the people who keep the country running. It is a crisp autumn morning here in the capital as you join us today and I'm delighted to say that my guest on the programme is Ian McCorkle, founder and consultant solicitor at McCorkle Legal and Commercial in Lisburn, Northern Ireland. Um, Ian, welcome and thank you for joining us today. Thanks Scott, delighted to join you. It's a pleasure, Ian. Um, now, you're a leading niche private client and commercial legal practice, essentially, in Northern Ireland. That sort of sums up the work you do, I think it's fair to say, isn't it? That's right. Um, the, the practice was formed uh, just almost 20 years ago by myself, uh, and our, our target really was to be primarily commercial, but also to look after uh, private clients. Uh, and that very much has been uh, what we've been doing for, uh, I could say, almost the last uh, 20 years. Yeah. And you've been recognised as well um, for your international pro bono work, um, I'm aware of, um, having worked in uh, sort of Kosovo and Moldova over the, uh, the years. So I think it's fair to say that you're very much sort of on the radar as far as that's concerned as well. Yeah, it's, that's been a passion of mine. Uh, my uh, One of the things that I, I love to see is how we can use business to impact need and poverty, especially. Um, and so from uh, I suppose from the, the background of conflict in Northern Ireland, um, when some issues came on our radar in Kosovo um, mm. after their conflict, um, I got involved in that for a number of years, although latterly um, my interests have moved to India and I've been involved in, in projects in India uh, over the last probably four or five years as well. So. Yeah, I love to see how we can use our business skills uh, for good. Um, in my case, particularly poverty and need is, uh, uh, is, is a real interest. And I think that's relevant more so than ever before, isn't it? Um, when I think it would be remiss if we didn't mention the last 18 months with the COVID situation, because that has sort of significantly, let's say, amplified the sort of social divide we see when it comes to uh, to poverty and the inequality, not just in this country, but in many others um, as well. Um, sort of operationally for you over the last uh, couple of years then, Ian, um, how has it been sort of managing the business through the uh, the COVID situation? Yeah, it's been challenging, um, and particularly for our circumstances, um, because of the background of wanting to uh, spend a bit more of my time in the uh, the international um, charity type work. I had shaped the position to put together a management buyout, uh, which we signed off in uh, February 2020. Mm. I merely went off on holiday for a couple of weeks to return to. Uh, uh, the start of lockdown. Uh, so it was a bit of a challenge for us that we were right on the cusp of a an MBO that was due to complete uh, on the 30th of April. And we really had to hit the pause button and say, actually, is this the right thing to be doing? Um, where are we? Is there a business to uh, to protect? Is there a business to, 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 to pass on? Um, and certainly for that period of time, uh, of that first lockdown, it was extremely challenging. Many clients were affected. Um, the property market, particularly that we're we're quite dependent on, simply ceased. Um, so it was a, a challenging time. Now, fortunately, and we're we're very grateful for the the, the government support, um, which was important to us for a couple of critical months. Mm. Um, but we we very quickly reorientated to clients still need looked after and perhaps even more so 
Um, and uh, while certain sectors were paused, the need for close advice, um, the need to be helping businesses with crisis management was there for us. And um, in the end, the uh, the actual completion of our business um, succession transition, we, we simply paused it for six months and that, that completed just over a year ago. So I have moved into more of a role uh, of um, coaching uh, the, the, the new leadership of the practice and also working closely with our key clients. Fortunately, they see the value of me, uh, mm. I think. And uh, I'm on a, a 10-year uh, consultancy agreement to, to make sure that transition is good. But, but it is where it's worth noting that, for example, for me, where I was aiming to spend more time in India, obviously, I, uh, and I haven't been able to get in a plane and go and do that. So uh, the world for us has been very different from what we anticipated it would be. And mm. I suspect that's true for many businesses, charities, um, uh, and, and all sectors. Yeah, of course, because not every country is in the position that we're in at the moment and being able to sort of lift social restrictions. We're seeing in many countries that there is still some form of lockdown in place, absolutely right, and it's difficult to uh, to travel around as we used to. Um, you talked about there sort of how you sort of took a lead in kind of helping your clients as well as sort of your colleagues in-house um, in sort of the thick of the crisis, obviously without giving sort of too much away because it is the crux of sort of your work giving advice. How do you sort of maintain morale in the thick of a crisis, both in-house and with the people you work with? Are there any basic things you'd say that you did? Yeah, I mean, communication is key. Uh, we, we did find it challenging with our team. Fortunately, we had invested into our IT systems and we were able to divert for, to working from home fairly effectively. But our, our staff team certainly found it very difficult and we're, we're very keen to get back to uh, working in the office. Again, fortunately, we're well-spaced. We're able to do that uh, safely and well. Um, but it's interesting, even in the current scenario where there are questions about working from home and blended, our team, mm. while coping with the working from home, really felt that the benefit of being together, um, that social interaction uh, was, was very important. Uh, so, yeah, we, we find it challenging, um, but uh, lots of, um, of Teams calls and uh, Zoom calls um, really good communication certainly was key with our staff team. Uh, I think with the with the clients um, uh, after that initial crisis period, we found that people were resilient. Um, they wanted to get on with doing business. Um, our rationale is to be very close to our clients, become um, close to them, and work through their issues. And interestingly, what we we have actually had one of the best years of the practice um, in, in the last. Uh, 12 months or so they have been pretty active um, I suppose whether it's my time of life um, that the, the clients are of a similar age but again others like me looking to transition leadership in some cases um, we've got a, quite a number of business fields others who want to grow the business um, in order to achieve better skills so quite a lot of acquisition work um, and others that we come alongside in consultancy looking at that whole succession planning piece, which is, I think, is absolutely critical in terms of business leadership. So it's been, um, while challenging, we've actually been uh, encouraged and uh, have found businesses and business leaders to be remarkably resilient.
Mm, absolutely right and we've seen that in abundance um, across industry haven't we and um, obviously part of being able to uh, to display that um, sort of ability to pivot I suppose has been how industry has sort of shifted over to sort of flexible working patterns in a lot of cases and obviously there's nothing like face to face is there Ian but in a world now where it isn't as easy to just jump on a plane and go and do business abroad for instance I think there's always going to be a place somewhere for kind of hybrid working patterns in a lot of industries I think that's almost an inevitable isn't it absolutely and and i think that is um both in, in business and in the charity sector um i mean I, I was traveling to india twice a year to work with the charity i now have um almost daily or weekly contact with the teams i'm working with whether that be by whatsapp whether um you know zoom calls and so on and i think it has forced us to work smarter um and certainly uh, in terms of, of my clients, I mean, people have complained about Zoom and video calls. Um, we did spend a lot of our time on the phone with clients. The fact that now video calling is is robust, is good. Um, it, actually, for me, during that period, I probably did a little bit more face-to-face um, conversations than I might have um, because we replaced telephone calls with video calls. Hmm. So um, while lots of people were Zoom fatigued, and, um, and at times I certainly was, um, I feel that we made the best of the situation. And I think video calling, working smarter, hybrid working has got to be part of our future um, in whatever uh, the, the continuing redefinition of new normal, uh, whatever way that happens. Yeah, absolutely. And it's going to be an interesting period over the next 12 months and indeed beyond that, just to see what kind of shape that new normal takes. Um, I do want to talk about sort of inspirations um, as well, Ian, before we do wrap up on the podcast today, because um, as leaders, I mean, particularly in a time of crisis like we've seen over the last 18 months or so, um, people look to us for answers, people look to us for inspiration. But when you're the one that's in a leadership role, I suppose when everybody's looking to you to resolve everything, it can feel a bit lonely at the top. So where do you sort of draw your own sort of personal inspiration from, would you say? Um, that's an interesting question. Um, I suppose I have to um, you know, speak personally and say uh, both my, my business life and the stuff I've been involved with from a charity actually does come from a faith perspective personally. And so um, uh, for, for me, that is an important, as a, a Christian believer, that has been hugely important. Um, but for many people, uh, with, regardless of their worldview, I think it has been a time where the things that they had confidence in were, were quite shaken. I mean, it really was um, catastrophic. I mean, I, I remember sitting at my desk thinking, we are about to have to, to, to move here Um and relocate everyone. What is this going to look like? Is there going to be a business? And it does shake you to the core. Um, for us, uh, it was interesting in that we were in that leadership transition. And the new leadership team relied and, and look back and say they relied very heavily on me and, and my, my CFO uh, because we had been through the previous 2009 10 uh, economic crisis. We'd, we'd, uh, and that was particularly severe in Northern Ireland. Mm-hmm. So there was the benefit of having been through crisis before that you didn't fall apart. And I think that is important that uh, in times where you are absolutely shaken to the core, what is happening here? Um, trying to have that calm head and drawing from 
whatever resources uh, and, and drawing particularly from experience. Um, that, w- that was key. And um, taking the view that a lot of this is only stuff and there are more important uh, values to, to be holding on to during those times. So, yeah, it's been interesting. And uh, looking back, I have to say, um, we look back with a lot of thankfulness of, of how it has uh, transitioned for us. Mm. And of course, you're no stranger to a crisis, Ian, as you mentioned there. I mean, obviously overcoming the economic crisis back in the uh, the late uh, 2010s, um, that was, of course, something yeah. which really shook the foundations of so many businesses and indeed banks as well. Um, but the word on everybody's lips when it came to describing COVID was, of course, unprecedented in terms of that yeah. as a crisis. So is there anything from navigating this last 18 months that you'd say that you've sort of learnt? I think uh, uh, there's a lot that's been learned. Um, I think for us, um, the learning is perhaps a continual layering of development. Mm -hmm. For us, our team has been key, relying on our team. And again, we we, we take a a particular view that we as um, business professionals, as lawyers, as business advisors, we see ourselves as part of our clients' teams. And I think that reliance on one another has been um, most critical, uh, certainly in my, you know, almost um, 40 year, 35 year business life, um, that um, not standing on your own, relying on one another, um, whether that be internal teams, whether that be trusted advisors, um, that has been absolutely key. And I think team um, leadership, um, yeah, has, has maybe in the past been looked at as some sort of hero leadership. I'm very much of the view that team leadership is critical, and that has been certainly all the more so in the uh, through the pandemic period. And I think something that we've got to keep uh, learning of um, of standing together in, in teams and in cooperation. Mm, of course, I mean, even as a leader, you're only as effective as that team that you've assembled around you, aren't you? And um, when we think about sort of how we're going to be moving forward into the next 12 months and beyond, because there are still a great many challenges that, of course, we have to overcome. I mean, you've mentioned already that you haven't been able to do everything that you wanted to do in the post-COVID landscape. Um, but say by this time in uh, 2022, Ian, just before we, uh, we finish up, what are you really sort of hoping to have achieved from a business and also a charitable perspective? From a business perspective, um, I think we've got to keep building. Um, I think we personally, we have been able to communicate to our clients that we have a combination of new leadership, um, which is young, vibrant. They are, uh, I would say they're better lawyers than me. Um, they're, 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 they're great folk. Um, they see the benefit of me being with them. So certainly we want to walk that journey of having the benefit of younger, vibrant leadership, but with the benefit of experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've got to keep walking that journey. For me, as part of that, that is about keeping fresh. It is about um, continuing to be learning, being interested, being challenged. Um, I'm hoping on the charitable front that there is going to be the opportunity to travel again, to be face-to-face, to see the projects that um, I'm involved in. Um, but, but I actually do look to the next 12 months with some concern. Um, you know, certainly we, our clients are seeing considerably rising costs, um, and whether that be cost of materials or cost of labor. Um, I think we've talked about a, an unprecedented, challenging marketplace, but I think as we look forward, um, 
while the unprecedented label will drop, I think the uh, the challenging marketplace is going to be there. Probably um, a higher tax um, landscape, um, maybe higher interest rates. So I, I think the, the challenges continue to be there. For us as advisors, um, we look at the challenges as opportunities. Um, so uh, we've got to try and understand them and make sure that we are uh, coming alongside our clients and uh, giving the absolute best advice to help them through that landscape. So excited about the future, Scott. Yeah, plenty on your plate for sure. And I wish you all the best of luck with that mission, Ian, certainly, both from a business and a charitable perspective. And I think as we start to understand more about sort of how that ever-changing landscape is unfolding over the uh, the next uh, couple of years or so, I'd even relish the opportunity to catch up and have you back on the programme and just see exactly what's changed since we've had this conversation today. Thanks, Scott. We'll be, uh, I'll be delighted to join you and uh, thank you for reaching out to us. It's been fantastic, Ian, and I really do appreciate you taking the time to join us on the uh, the programme today. It's been really, really enlightening having you uh, join us just to talk about what your business has been doing, uh, both from, as I say, that charity and that business perspective as well. Um, and to anybody else who uh, may be listening into this podcast and you may feel you have your own story of success and of innovation to share with us, then by all means, you can also apply to be on the show at leaderscouncil.co.uk forward slash apply. Um, until next time, um, Ian, thank you for joining joining us once again very appreciative of your time today and do take care and stay safe with all still going on thanks Scott and to you and the leadership council team and to all of our listeners tuning in as well until next time take care and goodbye